You've heard me talk about Tacovas, the company carrying on all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. Well, longtime listener Jeremy emailed me to say, Zabe, I was on a work trip to Austin, knew about Tacovas from the podcast, stopped into the store. Next thing you know, I've got a damn good pair of boots and I'm looking sharp with a nice buzz to boot. Giddy up. Tacovas believes in Western for all. And you can feel that when you stop in one of their stores and get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. If you can't make it into the store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T E C O V A S.com and point your toes west. And as a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 at Tacovas.com. Just use promo code ZABE, that's promo code Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, at checkout. It's a $30 value, and they sell out fast. Only at Tacovas.com. Just because the NFL season is now firmly in the rearview mirror does not mean the betting season is over. Oh, no, 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 no. There is still plenty of opportunities to put a little something-something on the games. The NBA, college basketball, NHL, yes, golf. No matter what tickles your fancy, there is still plenty of action to whet your appetite. But just remember, where you bet is every bit as important, if not more so, than what you're betting on. That's why I tell my friends to go to mybookie.com. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big DraftKings fan duel, whatever. No, 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 no. Johnny come lately's. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does that matter? Oh, I don't know. In a million ways. Better lines, better payouts, less rules. You name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and have your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Now, make sure you read the rules on payouts regarding bonus wagering. It does require certain levels of wagering to collect your money, but if you just want to bet straight up, you don't want the deposit, you want to make a one-time bet for a million dollars, win it, and then walk away, Fine, you can do that as well. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. Bet, win, and most importantly, get paid with my bookie today. I am pleased to announce that right here in Alexandria's Potomac Yard, we have a plan to unleash a brighter, more extraordinary future. And as part of this amazing project, we will build a spectacular $2 billion sports and entertainment district. This is the ZabeCast. From the mean streets of McLean, Virginia, to the Harvard of the West, UC Santa Barbara. You got 30 minutes for some honest conversation about sports, life, and more? Well, good. Buckle up, then. Let's go. That was Glenn Youngkin, the governor of the Commonwealth of Virginia. And it looks like he just stole two professional sports franchises from his neighbor, the District of Columbia. Good 
morning, everybody. Welcome to the Zabecast. Our ride-along today is the esteemed Steve Buckhans, who spent many a night in the old Capital One Arena, or I guess the old what? Verizon Center? MCI Center to start. <laughs> exactly. It's so funny, and good evening, good morning. Thank you for joining us, Buck. We appreciate you today. Um, yep. I just had to get your thoughts on this. For anyone who does not live and doesn't listen to me, hadn't listened to me or you in the D.C. area, they're probably saying, wait, I don't get it. They're, they're theoretically, if this goes through, moving four and a half miles across the river. What's the big deal? You tell our listeners, what's the big deal of this? A lot of it depends, I think, on a perspective and logistics. No one I know in Maryland thinks this is a good idea. But then again, (laughs) people from Virginia have been going to, A, the Capitol Center back in the day, and B, FedEx Field for years, FedEx Field since 1997, I guess, uh, schlepping around the beltway to get all the way over that, and nobody's happy about it, but you go because you're a fan and you right. go to where the team is. Uh, so people from Maryland are thinking, oh, my God, now I, it's bad enough to get into D.C. at night. Now i got to go across the bridge into Alexandria. I understand that. But, look, Zabe, you and I both know there are a lot of arenas that are not right in the heart of the city. Would I like the commanders to be at RFK Stadium? Where that site was, of course I would. That, that'd be the, the natural place to be. Right. But look at some of these others. So look at Philadelphia. They got three places, a football stadium, a baseball stadium, and a basketball arena that are not in the heart of the city. They're just south of the city where there's really not a lot else happening there. There's except nothing that complex. there. It's a sports right. complex hard off of 95. In fact, the end zone of the link, if you had uh, you know Roscoe the kicking mule – he could kick one over the stadium onto the highway. It's that close. Right. So, right. And guess what? Yeah. Those people go there and sell the places out. Well, because the, so, te- the uh, teams are good, which is a whole different discussion. But yes. Sure it is. Absolutely. Right. So anyway, this is big because, okay, you're a Virginian. You were born yep. and raised, went to high school in Virginia, went to college at James Madison. Sorry about your Dukes uh, in the season. Kind of coming to a close with less than a bang. You okay well, with that, they by the way? They're in a bowl game. I know, Dave, I know. I know. Yeah. But right. you didn't beat App State when college game day was there. That was the Super Bowl right there. That that was a big game. But So they finished 11-1, and one, not yes. so bad. And their basketball team is ranked 20th in the country right now. I know, doing pretty good. But anyway, so you yep. were born and raised here. You went to high school in Virginia. Actually, I was went to born college. in D.C. Oh, you were? At Columbia Hospital for Women and then raised in Arlington, yes. Oh, okay. All right, So, but yep. you're from the area. Okay. Yep. So we've never had on the Virginia side in the Commonwealth a professional <laughs> franchise. So this is big for those who have that Commonwealth pride. But what yeah. happened to the downtown dream that was Abe Poland's that came together so beautifully when they built the then MCI Center and for many years was a wonderful place to go. I loved going downtown to that stadium and now it looks like it has been marked for eventual death yeah i mean clearly obviously a poland not only built it but used his own money to build it which wes unsell told him he was crazy uh, but he did it anyway and subsequently revitalized the entire area i mean there are 
galleries and hotels and restaurants. But time takes its toll on some of these places. You know, most arenas uh, and stadiums will get you about 20 years, and then you have to redo them in some fashion, whether it's a complete renovation or just spots here and there, which Leonsis has tried to do over the years. But that area now is, you know, look, it's a little shady down there. Um, And some people don't feel safe walking in and out of there. Some stores have closed. The McDonald's closed down because of robberies and things of that nature. Uh, And I think for Ted, and I can't get inside his head. I haven't talked to him. I don't know exactly what he's thinking. But I will give him this much. He's a visionary. There's no doubt in my mind. If you look what they knew ahead of time that gambling was going to be huge. So what did they do? They bought out the Green Turtle. They put in a sports book there, which is tremendously innovative. And I'm sure they're making buku money off of that. They did the same thing with their gaming team, which nobody thought, you know, who's going to go watch these guys play video games. They get thousands of kids in there to watch that stuff. So I think what he's looking at here, Zabe, is – uh, you know, a fresh start in a beautiful new building, a beautiful new arena where his teams can practice. Don't forget, the Capitals have been in Virginia for years. They practice. Their headquarters is in um, Boston, which is Arlington. And don't forget, the commanders are in Ashburn, Virginia. They only go to FedEx Field nine or ten times a year. Yeah. The rest of the time, they're in Ashburn, and most of the players live there, and most of the Capitals live in Virginia. And many of the baseball players live in Virginia and in D.C. So uh, it's not so surprising. I mean, I just saw a tweet. Somebody said, somebody tweeted out. He said, people from Maryland act like Virginia is in Italy. I mean, it's right across the bridge. <laughs> like they need a passport to come across the river. But that's, well, And we both yeah. know. And look, I and I have so many friends in Maryland, as you. Most of my friends are in Maryland. Right. Uh, as we both know. They don't like coming across that Cabin John Bridge or the American Legion Bridge, and we don't like going the other way. We go because we have to. <laughs> really, uh, it's, and it's and the darnest the other thing. thing that's you pretty have, sad. Yeah, that arena in in Alexandria that will probably be built before they finish the construction on the Beltway, which is a nightmare. <laughs> that's a whole different story. So here's yep. here is here is some backstory on that part of D.C. Chinatown as it was called and still is because mm-hmm. of a lot of you know Chinese business and Chinese restaurants. My best friend growing up in McLean, and he ended up being the best man of my wedding, Andy Lee, proud second-generation Chinese-American, great family. Mm-hmm. His mom, Linda Lee, may she rest in peace, Super Sky Point to, to Mama Linda Lee, who was like a second mother to me because I spent summers in Andy Lee's pool on the mean streets <laughs> of McLean, Virginia. They... <laughs> Andy Lee's mom and and dad owned a Chinese restaurant in that part of town, and it was sketchy AF. We went down there in high school just to gorge on the free Chinese food as teenagers, right? right? Yep. Because it was his parents' restaurant. And I just remember, I was like, yeah, we're not in Kansas anymore, Toto. But who was hand-in-hand lobbying city leaders with Ted, with uh, Abe Poland to get that stadium built? Linda Lee, my second mother and my best mm. friend from high school's mom. And she's got photos. She had photos. They had photos in their house of her with Abe, arm-in-arm, ribbon-cutting, because it meant so much for the area. 
And it was a home run. It was great. Chinatown became a great, fun place to go. And I haven't been yep. down in a long time because I'm not on DC radio anymore. But I have heard that it is a sad, far diminished place in terms of vibe, economics, crime, the whole thing. I don't want to oversell the crime stuff. There's crime everywhere. I get that. But if people don't feel safe, or more importantly, Buck, if they don't feel like it's a good time, if it's not a happening vibe, they're not going to want to go. Right? Yeah. I, I um, Obviously, when I was doing the games, and this goes back you know, 25 years, and I, and I started doing the games the year they moved to the MCI Center, which was 97. We started that season at Capitol Center. They started as the Bullets, and then they changed the name in December of '97. Uh, and it was it was a great place. I mean, it, it's been a great place for I don't know, probably the last 15, almost 20 years. But it has changed. There's no doubt about it. And I don't know what you would attribute that change to. But yeah, I don't there know. Is, there I is, think it's like restaurants. They sort of come and go. It's hard yeah. to stay at a certain level. Doesn't help that the basketball team continues to be. Right, <laughs> just terrible. Uh, right, so there's because the that. Capitals Capitals games are are, are a good um, experience. They they you are, know, I, but it peaked yeah. with the streets teeming with red clad fans during the yeah. Stanley Cup run of 2018. I never felt a vibe like that downtown, and the notion that five years later. Ted would be saying, that's it, we're out of here. It's kind of nuts to me. It's very sad, but then again, there aren't a whole lot of options because it just doesn't have that vibe, and he's got the Virginia governor and the Arlington or Alexandria you know, board ready to give him pretty much whatever he wants for this massive yep. complex, and the district was a day late and a dollar short with their counteroffer. And, you know, you're going to have your practice facilities there for both the Capitals. I say the Capitals because they've been in Boston, but they would be available to go there if they wanted to, to the new arena, uh, to practice. I know the Wizards will. It begs the question, what happens to the arena that they built where the Mystics have been playing, who I'm understanding now are going to be playing their games at Capital One Arena? Yeah. What happens to that complex right across the street from St. E's, right. uh, where they put invested all this money in that and got a huge tax break? Um, I, I'm not sure what's going to happen with that. That's that's another story. What but, is what is uh, the size of that second miniature arena that the Mystics and I believe the DC Go Go play in? Yeah, I, I want to say it's about five thousand people, maybe something yeah. like that. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, Ted was like, "Well, I'm going to keep the Mystics at you know uh, Capital One Center, and then I'm going to have concerts there." Still, I'm like, "No, you're not. <laughs> that place is going to become a white elephant real quick." Which yeah. is which is a shame, but look, um, the other the other thing that I think has to be said is they wanted five hundred million to renovate Capital One, five hundred million to to renovate. If you ask me, Buck, and you spent far more nights in that building than I did, you could have used that arena for another twenty years with fresh paint and clean restrooms. I, what more did you fucking need? Yeah, you probably could have. I don't know if that would have uh, what um, is $500 million the dollars? issue around the arena. No, I don't know about that. No, it would not have. That's the point is that they wanted half a billion for renovations, and I still haven't heard anyone or seen anything that says, here's what would cost so much. What are you going to put in there? It's got yeah. luxury suites. It's got you know club level and pavilion stuff. It's got everything. These yeah. arenas don't last anymore, Buck. It's unbelievable. No. They last about 20 years, and then you got to redo them and, or move. 
yeah. which a lot of teams do. You know, look, for years, Detroit, both their football stadium and their basketball arena weren't anywhere near downtown. You know, the football stadium was in Pontiac. The basketball was in Auburn Hills. Right. And look at the 49ers. How far away are they from San oh Francisco? Oh, my God. Down in Santa Clara, yeah. It's a are hike. Are you kidding me? And with traffic and yet, everybody as well. goes there and they sell it out, right? Yeah. So, uh, listen, I, I, I think that I, I want to say, say if you build it, they will come because I think they will. But even more so, as you alluded to a minute ago, if you can give them – and look, we've been saying this not just about this new arena, but everywhere. If you give them a product in our city specifically – if you give them a basketball team that's competitive on a yearly basis, then people will go. I mean, we're a basketball rabbits DMV, uh, but we just haven't been able to, to satisfy that yearning. But if you give them a competitive team, you know, hell, if the, if, if the Boston Celtics played here or even the Knicks who've had their troubles, that's maybe different because they sell out anyway. Right. But you, you would get people that would go down there and they would sell out just like the Capitals did because they are consistently a, a, a competitive, entertaining, winning outfit. And that's what people want to see. If you can turn that corner and get the Wizards to that, then I think the people will go there because it's, it's a nice new place. And they're just going to go. Hey, look, if you're a fan, you go anywhere. I was a fan of the Bullets, and I used to go to Capitol Center, and that was a day trip. You know, <laughs> that wasn't fun for anybody from Virginia to go to. And if you're a Redskins fan or you're a Commanders fan – you schlep over there from Virginia because that's what you do. You go wherever it is, and you hope they're competitive. Okay. You're right that it was a schlep all the way to Landover, Maryland, on the Virginia side. And, but it was way different in the late 80s when I would make that trip for Caps games with my buddy Andy Janowiak, who had season tickets to the Capitals, and we would get done with our homework after getting out of high school as quick as we could, like at 3 in the afternoon. Hop in his in his forest green Pontiac GTO, and we would just book it out to the Beltway, up the northern route, past the Serpentine um, uh, Mormon Chapel area where the where the Beltway yeah. gets very narrow and congested. Yep, power our way through, stop at the Popeyes Chicken in Lanham. <laughs> Because that was the only Popeyes in the area, and it was so fucking good. And then go to the games, and it was not considered a big deal. And we no, almost never missed face-off due to traffic. Because back then, you could navigate our region, right, Buck? And right. not be facing a traffic hellscape. Right, and I did the same thing. Uh, I didn't go to a lot of Capitals games, a few. Right. But I went to Bullets games yeah. like crazy. And, um, yeah, in fact, it was it was kind of a fun trip. I mean, driving on the Beltway is never fun, but you were excited because you knew where you were going and you knew the arena and this and that. Same thing with D.C. Stadium or RFK. Uh, you know, when I was growing up, we would get a bus, D.C. Transit, at the Heck Company in Arlington, <laughs> and for $5 a person, we would drive to the stadium. Oh, my God. And then at the end of the game, we'd get back on the bus, and they'd take <laughs> us back there to get our cars. And it was an adventure, man. It was fun, and it was great. You didn't worry about car Anything. jackings or, no. uh, you know, whether you were safe or not. I mean, it, it was in uh, mass. Everybody went because you love the team. So uh, I don't know. It's, listen, Zabe, cultures and everything has changed. Society has changed. It's not going to be ever the way we knew it growing yeah, up. And I'm blessed that we grew up in that era. Yeah, it's very nice of you to say. Change is hard, though. I, I I don't like it, even though it's a win for Virginia. 
And even though I'm sure my tax bill is going to go up somehow, some way in this, <laughs> right. I don't know how exactly, but I'm sure it will. Right. Um, right. I just, I would prefer it. I, I, I wish it hadn't. I wish it was still a happening place. I wish it still yeah, I, was know, a vibe ju- to go downtown to the Capital One Arena because it was it was not hard to get to for the most part. There was a lot of ways to get out. The traffic dispersed. There was belt. There was subway to help you out as well. God damn it! Yeah, Love I'm, that place. I'm I'm going to disagree with you a little bit on that, Zabe. Why? Um, on the traffic. Oh my God! The traffic is worse than it's ever been. Well, and now it is. I'm saying though, once upon a time, when I was no, going once to, upon a time, it was not a problem. Okay. No, it was fine. When when I went to countless Capitals disappointments in springtime, as they would get right. bounced in the playoffs and stay to the bitter end of games and leave, it still wasn't that bad because you're leaving a downtown city area, so it's not like one road leading out of a big stadium. You get what right. I'm saying? And some yeah. people would spill out and they'd go have a beer or they'd you know walk a couple blocks to their car, which was parked. It was not as bad is all I'm saying. Now, though, right. it's bad. Yeah. Uh, getting down and come, well, coming out, of course, for me, I'm coming out after a game at 1030. There's no traffic. But getting down there, especially in late March and April when the cherry blossoms are hitting, that's oh, the worst geez. thing you can do. It, it doesn't matter. And listen, I know every route. <laughs> that you can imagine in and out of that place. I know Key Bridge. I know Memorial Bridge. I know 14th Street Bridge. I know every way you can get in and out of that place. And I've, you know, I've I've come to be able to navigate pretty well. But uh, whether you take uh, whether you take Independence Avenue, which by the way is a hundred times better than Constitution Avenue, not even close. Whether you take that, you still got to maneuver around the monument and everything else. And, and the, when the tourists are there, oh, boy, it's boy. brutal. Yeah. So it's tough getting in and out of there now. But um, I don't have to do that too much anymore. I am no. going to the game Friday night, however. Are you really? The Wizards game against the Pacers? I am. I, 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 um Phil Chenier said, hey, you want to go to a game? And I said, yeah, let's go. How is so Phil we're go there and meet our Yeah, my buddy. How is he? And that. Actually, last night I had dinner with Joel Myers, who does the play-by-play for the Pelicans. No way. He's a very close friend, and uh, they're playing tonight against the Wizards. So I watch that on TV. Very nice. Well, yeah, yeah, do say hi to Phil, and when you guys are up for it, I'll come bring my podcast gear, or maybe I'll get both you guys to come to the Palm so we can swap some good NBA stories. I never turn that free uh, lunch down. You know that. <laughs> I know you don't. Even in a pandemic, you don't turn it down. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Uh, real quick, I wanted to get your thought on, first of all, I, uh, I've got an NBA thing, a quarter to put in your jukebox. I want to mm-hmm. hear about your cell phone service changeover nightmare you hinted at before we went live. Oh, yeah. And then I got then I got an airplane story that I think you'd appreciate. Good, good, good. But before before well, those I- three quick ones... Al yep. Michaels not not going to be on playoff coverage, and apparently it was a surprise to him. Is this disrespectful to a broadcasting legend from you, a play-by-play man yourself? There must have been something else that happened there because, A, he's still Al Michaels and good enough to be on the air, whether you think he's slipping or not, which maybe he is, but he's still a great broadcaster. And, and B, if they were going to remove him because they didn't think he was – good enough or slipping or what have you, they wouldn't have waited till now. They would have done it right during the season or some of before the season. Right. Or they'd have made that judgment. Yeah, they wouldn't have waited till now. So something else 
must have happened. Do you know? <clears throat> do you know the hot theory? What is it? That he made a, a crack or two about not showing or covering Taylor Swift when she was uh, at the game on a Thursday nighter that he was calling. He was a bit dismissive, and they're speculating that the power of, if not Taylor Swift herself, but the Swifty Nation was enough to say, hey, you know, NBC is really in bed with Taylor Swift and the Kelsey thing, and they probably want to get her for the Super Bowl. So maybe those comments could have gotten Al booted? Were those comments he made on the air, or were they privately made? I don't know exactly, but that's just the theory. I don't know. Or maybe Al at at 79 years old is just so much of a crank because he doesn't give a anymore that right. they were like okay we're not dealing with this so well let me just say this and first of all I, I i met i met him a couple of times one time we were in dallas doing a live shot for a redskin cowboy game uh so i was there and and i was going live on the 10 o'clock news and um uh he uh he i saw him walking on the field we were set up on the field and i said hey al i introduced myself would you mind joining me for this live shot and he said absolutely and he was he couldn't have been nicer and i've heard this from other people too couldn't have been nicer and more gracious so that's the first thing the second thing is he's one of the greatest play-by-play guys we will have ever had the pleasure to listen to uh because not only does he uh uh, is he excellent at calling x's and o's but he weaves all these great he's so prepared he must read 15 newspapers a week He's so prepared going into a game that he could tell you everything there is to know about the game. And not only that, when there's a play in question on the field, he knew the rules as well as any of the officials that you could have uh, talked to. He was brilliant. He was a great play-by-play guy. He knew how to weave in stories. He knew how to be dramatic at the moment. And uh, I don't think there are too many play-by-play guys that have been or will be ever better than he is. Yeah. All right. NBA Cup concluded LeBron wins the inaugural cup. The Lakers say they're going to hang a banner for that, which has a, some people a little bit uh, up in a wad because they're like, really for that little silly little thing, but they're going to hang it. Uh, LeBron's been a big proponent of it. It got good TV ratings. I heard from Brian Windhorst on a podcast that the goal of the NBA is to sell this thing for a billion dollars. And then they'd be able to carve up a whole bunch of money for the league and for the players involved. And that's why LeBron was talking it up so much when a lot of people thought he wouldn't be so into it. How did you like the NBA Cup and what are your thoughts? Well, and because before it started, I want to say that he he didn't lend too much credence to it. Uh, But, of course, winning it (laughs) changes things around. Uh, I, I, I wasn't all that interested in it. Um, it's nice to have something to play for. You know, the, the knock on the NBA from hundreds of people that I talk to is that, you know, 82 games during the course of the season don't mean much. You hear people say, oh, I don't even watch the NBA because it doesn't get good until the playoffs. Well, a lot of sports don't get good until the playoffs. It doesn't really, all of them, to tell you the truth. And I used to get mad at people that would say, oh, it's too too many games, 82 games, too many games. <laughs> Uh, baseball, 160 games or whatever, too many games, you know. Right. It's like, well, My, that's what we do. That's yeah. why we have these games. It gives us something to do during the winter when we have nothing else to do. My that's respons- why you play all these games. Yeah, my response to that was, well, don't watch them all. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. do, do you go to buffet, a buffet in Caesars and say, this buffet is too much? Well, you're not supposed to eat it all. <laughs> Pick right. what you want. Right. 
You take what you want, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and, 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 yes, it's true that the, the games, especially, yeah, NBA is probably a little different than college. First of all, college isn't playing 82 games, you know. They're playing 30 or whatever they play. Um, it's different because college, I think, is a little can be a little more dramatic. But once you get to the playoffs, whether it be hockey or, or baseball uh, or NBA uh, and obviously football, everything is ratcheted up. There's no question. And it's good. It's all good. People that aren't even baseball or hockey fans will watch in the playoffs because every play is dramatic. So um, I, I understand what people are saying. I didn't think that that, that tournament was – it didn't do much for me. Let's put it that way. Could but you I'm tell? I look at things differently. Could you tell, as a guy who's called X million NBA games, could you tell if they were playing harder in cup games versus other games? It didn't seem like it to me. Okay. I mean, maybe maybe there there was a little more focus. I won't say pressure, but a little more focus, perhaps. But right. I just think these guys play so many games, Abe, that when they lose a game, they move on to the next one. When they win a game, they laugh about it and move on to the next one. They don't dwell on a single game. There's just too many. Could you imagine if you did that? You'd be a basket case. Yeah, no, you you can't do that in the NBA. And I think one of the reasons cited for Rick Pitino burning out, or no, John Calipari burning out so quick with the Nets, is that he treated every game in the NBA like it was a college game at UMass. And they're like, dude, this is not how this league works. So he didn't last very long there. You can't do it in hockey either because there's just too many games. If you dwell on one game, you know, the Caps go out and they lose four or five to nothing. You can't dwell on that. You just go play the next game and hope you play better. That's all. Yeah. You know, we're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Zabe. Just go to Indeed.com slash Zabe right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Zabe. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If 2024 is the year you're jetting off to a new country, or even just want to expand your language skills beyond English, then I urge you to check out Rosetta Stone today. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program for over 30 years. Why? Because it works. Instead of drilling vocabulary words, with Rosetta Stone you learn by matching audio, from native speakers to visuals, reading stories, participating in dialogues, and other practical language skills that fast-track your ability to communicate fluently. Not only is it a more effective way to learn, it's more fun. Rosetta Stone's advanced voice recognition technology gives you feedback on how well you pronounce words. Other language learning apps use speech recognition to detect what you said. Rosetta Stone tells you how well you said it. Rosetta Stone offers 25 languages with lessons available on your computer, phone, or tablet. And with a lifetime membership, you get forever access to all the lessons for all the languages 
and never pay a renewal fee. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, ZabeCast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. Just because the NFL season is now firmly in the rearview mirror does not mean the betting season is over. Oh, no, 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 no. There is still plenty of opportunities to put a little something-something on the games. The NBA, college basketball, NHL, yes, golf. No matter what tickles your fancy, there is still plenty of action to whet your appetite. But just remember, where you bet is every bit as important, if not more so, than what you're betting on. That's why I tell my friends to go to mybookie.com. A-G. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big DraftKings fan duel, whatever. No, 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 no. Johnny come latelys. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does that matter? Oh, I don't know. In a million ways. Better lines, better payouts, less rules. You name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and have your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Now, make sure you read the rules on payouts regarding bonus wagering. It does require certain levels of wagering to collect your money. But if you just want to bet straight up, you don't want the deposit, you want to make a one-time bet for a million dollars, win it, and then walk away, Fine, you can do that as well. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. Bet, win, and most importantly, get paid with my bookie today. All right, uh, you switched cell phone providers today, and it was a smooth and painless experience. Tell me about it. <laughs> well, I didn't switch it just today. It's been an ongoing process, but it was, a, it was to me a no-brainer. I had Verizon forever and ever and ever. That's what I am. Uh, and I went... Pardon me? That's what I am. Should I switch? Yeah. Right. So I, I, uh, I went to, I, I thought I was paying a little bit too much for my phone. It's just one phone. I don't hardly tweet. I tweet a little bit, you know, a little texting. I don't do much on my phone. I don't work on it. And I thought I was paying a little too much for it. So I went to Verizon and I said, hey, I'd like to pay a little bit less. And so What'd long story say? short, I, I, well, they said, yeah, we can. We can do that. So by the time we finished it, I was paying $5 more per month on that. <laughs> plus, plus I had a new phone and I was paying for the phone too. Okay. All right. I get that. So now I'm paying like probably $30 a month more than when I went in there the first time. In the meantime, I walked by a T-Mobile store and I hear uh, on, even on TV, these advertisements for all these other, you know, companies, all these other uh, cell phone companies and they're telling you they're going to give you a phone, you know, the girl on AT&T, we're going to give you this. It's only going to cost you $50 a month, whatever. So I go into T-Mobile, and they got a plan, and it's like a no-brainer. They're going to not only pay for my Verizon phone, which costs $700. They're going to pay for that. They're going to give me an upgraded phone for free, and my cell service is going to be $70 a month, plus when I get the $14 for Asurian, $84. No brainer. Now I'm saving like fifty or sixty dollars a month Cha-ching. for my cell phone. Okay, wonderful. I go to T-Mobile. I get it taken care of. They switch the service. Now my phone is T-Mobile. But you got to wait. You got to wait a few, a couple of months before they give you the the credit card, which um, is going to pay for your your old phone at Verizon. That's no problem. So I waited to do that. 
I still have to wait a little bit longer to get the upgraded phone, but I'll get that. So in the meantime, I go to Verizon today with my credit card from T-Mobile, and that doesn't go through. I spent two and a half hours at Verizon trying to get this thing taken care of. Two so the point is, and a half hours? Yeah, no I, I could have used that time for something else. Yeah, no exaggeration. <laughs> and the guy was very nice. He was on the phone. He must have talked to five different people trying to get this credit card from T-Mobile to go through. Now, the other thing that's, that makes me a little mad about T-Mobile, they tell you that first they told you at the store that they're going to give you a credit card for $800. And I'm thinking, wow, that's great. My phone costs seven hundred. I'll have a hundred dollars to play with. Well, they didn't fail to they they failed to tell you that it's up to eight hundred dollars, oh. not a credit card for. Okay, fine. So my phone is seven hundred dollars at Verizon. Now I've already paid my bill four months, which is like twenty dollars a month for this phone. So you know, eighty bucks I'm in the hole. T-Mobile didn't cover that. They're, 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 my balance is 600 and some dollars for my new, for the old phone. And that's what they're going to pay for. So I'm going to be out 80 bucks. So my advice, if anybody's doing this to switch to T-Mobile, which is fine, it's a good deal, uh, pay off your Verizon bill right away. Even if you have to use your own money, if you've got a new phone or whatever, pay it off. And then, and then T-Mobile will give you the credit card for that total amount. Because I waited three or four months. Oh, my. I'm not going to get the 80 bucks. Okay, it's 80 bucks, whatever. But they will pay the $622 that I'm owed. It's not an easy process. That's the point. They make it sound like it's really easy. <laughs> Nothing like that is easy, Zabe. We know that. But listen, I did it anyway, and I'm glad I did because I was kind of tired of Verizon's uh, nonsense. Okay. Well, you got flim-flammed into more when you went in for yeah, less at Verizon. I went in there thinking I was going to get pay less for my phone. It's <laughs> exactly. like, hey, uh, I'm seeing AT&T. They're $50 a month. You guys are charging me like $130 for a cell phone. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, it, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, glad that's worked out. Last ad here on the on the <laughs> on the uh, air on the air industry because I know you you fly, you're also getting back into being a pilot yourself. That's awfully yep. cool. We can talk about that. Um but do you ever fly Southwest, and what do you think of Southwest? Well, I've flown it. I don't fly it regularly, A, because most of their flights are out of Baltimore, and I don't want to go down there. They've got some out of Dulles, which I'm close they to. they got some but, out of National. I fly out of National to Milwaukee. It's a nonstop flight. It's great. Yeah. Uh, look, I don't want to speak out of turn because I don't know. I haven't flown Southwest in so long. My, my problem is I don't like – I get very stressed out when I fly. I have – a lot of anxiety about lines and where I'm sitting and right. who I'm sitting next to. And that you kind of don't stuff. like the anarchy of there's no assigned seating. Right. Correct. It's a cattle that, call. You've that heard that. And I, yes, that, that, that triggers I stay you. away from. That triggers I stay you. Okay. Away from that. Well, yep. here's something that blew my mind today. Apparently, Southwest is being celebrated by those who are body positive people and advocates because... They are offering passengers of size an entire row if needed if they are so fat that their bodies, quote, encroach past the armrest of their neighboring seats at no additional cost. Wow. If that's not an incentive to go eat pizza and hot fudge sundaes, I don't know what is. It's unbelievable. (laughs) 
I mean, wow. look, yeah, they're like, okay, fatty, have a whole row. We don't care. We're Southwest. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, that's, yep. that's unbelievable. Well, look, more power to them, I guess. I, I guess. You know. My problem is this. Okay, I'm not skinny, but I know this. No matter how much weight I could or would lose, my shoulder width, Buck, will never change. Right. And the shoulder width of a six-foot American male, if you're sitting next to another six-foot American male, you're going to bump into each other. They don't make the seats wide enough at the shoulder level to accommodate people in regular coach. Yeah, let alone the rear end level. And here's the other thing. I don't know if this happens to you, but when I'm sitting on a plane and I'm sitting in the in, in economy class or whatever, and I look up and I see a large person coming through the door. Oh, boy. I know damn well they're sitting next to me. I can peg him right as soon as I see him. This guy's coming to sit right next to me, and that's exactly what happens. <laughs> All right. All right, Buck. Always good to talk to you, my friend. Take care, and we'll uh, talk soon. All right, Dave. See All you. Right, there you go. I mean, look. I'm not against the policy if somehow Southwest can accommodate, but this is going to unleash mayhem. You know that. If people know that, hey, you can ask for an extra seat if you're too fat, there's going to be a lot of people saying, oh, me too, me too. And then they're going to look at them like, you're not that fat. Just squeeze in there. And they're going to say, no, I know my rights. This is what happened with the emotional support animal craze that finally got reeled in by the airlines. Remember that? People were bringing emotional support ostriches on airplanes. I kid you not. So this will probably be the same thing. All right, thanks for listening. Good to have Buck on board today. Have a great Thursday. Tomorrow it's for subscribers only. The premium edition. Zabe, Scott, and Solly, you are looking live. Week 15 in the NFL, plus Mr. X on his gambling picks. All that and more tomorrow. Subscribe. Go to Zabe.com slash premium. And we will see you tomorrow. For fatties. Go ahead. Have a rope. We don't care. Just because the NFL season is now firmly in the rearview mirror does not mean the betting season is over. Oh, no, 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 no. There is still plenty of opportunities to put a little something-something on the games. The NBA, college basketball, NHL, yes, golf. No matter what tickles your fancy, there is still plenty of action to whet your appetite. But just remember, where you bet is every bit as important, if not more so, than what you're betting on. That's why I tell my friends to go to mybookie.com. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big DraftKings fan duel, whatever. No, 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 no. Johnny come lately's. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does that matter? Oh, I don't know. In a million ways. Better lines, better payouts, less rules. You name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and have your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Now, make sure you read the rules on payouts regarding 
bonus wagering. It does require certain levels of wagering to collect your money. But if you just want to bet straight up, you don't want the deposit, you want to make a one-time bet for a million dollars, win it, and then walk away, fine. You can do that as well. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. Bet, win, and most importantly, get paid with my bookie today.